Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode number 78. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Brussell and thanks once again for listening. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber to the show, we're glad you're with us. And speaking of long-timers, he's with me long time every time, Kenny Nicholson with me. Kenny, how you doing? I'm doing good, Tom. I tell you, the year's flying and it's U.S. Open week. It's on us. Major number two for this year. And it's this week, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. Yeah, it is, and, and what a storied place to, to have it come back to at Pebble Beach. I mean, uh, Lee Westwood won his first tournament on American soil last week. Been playing really good, especially in the majors. So anxious to see how this weekend folds out. Just seeing it on TV and reading what I'm reading about this week, completely different look than it was in the, in the AT&T Classic. The rough's up high, and it's going to bring bring back some memories because, like you just said, 72, Jack Nicholas wins. 1982, Tom Watson chips in on Jack Nicholas to win, and Tom Kite wins his first major in 1992, and then Tiger just blows the field out 15 strokes. Yeah, which was incredible. So uh, don't know if that's going to happen this time, but I'm excited to see. I mean, the field's kind of wide open. A lot of young guys are playing really, really good right now, and a lot of first-time winners on tour. So, uh, I mean, there's something that Pebble Beach has to offer that uh, is real exciting. Isn't the number something like 10 or 11 players this year? In 29 or under have won yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. the number. Yeah. Well, the best in the world are in Pebble Beach. And speaking of the best in the world, how they get there, you and I talk so much about about being fitted. And we've got something really, really interesting today. You've talked in the past. You've had questions on spining. But this is something a little different, puring. Yeah, it's puring of the golf club, which they have a, a machine that that actually pures the shaft. Uh, so when they, when they put it on the golf club, it's got um, – it's, it's the best performing way that the shaft can be installed in the golf. Now, I'll put it this way. Probably 99.9% of the PGA Tour players have had their shafts pured. Yeah, and it's it's not like it's uh, they're doing something to get an edge. It's almost like if you don't do it, it, it it's like range finders or GPS units. They're now legal on tour, but why would you not use one if you have that opportunity? Back in March, we were down in Orlando, Bay Hill Week, and we got to speak with the founder uh, Dick Weisick of, of SST Pure, and we don't want to give a whole lot away, but this is this was a pretty cool interview, and now the U.S. Open time is a great time to bring this one out of the vault. Yeah, it is, and and uh, we were down there interviewing some of the tour players, and I remember specifically one of the kids asking uh, Ricky Barnes, you know, what what is what is the shaft on there? Because I've never heard of that shaft, because the label on this on the shaft was SST Pure. Well, obviously, it's not the shaft; it's what he's had done to the shaft to help him perform better out on the golf course and obviously by his play this year he's playing pretty well so uh and if you if you uh read up on it and study it you'll see it's it's a huge advantage to have the shafts pured which a lot of people talked about spining in the past or what have you this is a new process in which you know it offers you uh, more consistent a stronger shaft uh, at impact a more consistent shaft uh, throughout the set of the golf clubs. Well, let's turn the clock back. We'll rewind back to March in, in our Orlando Turkey Lake Superstore. And here's our conversation with the uh, founder of SST Pure, Mr. Uh, Dick Weisick. So let's take it back. Any of the technical side here in Orlando continues. You know, we talk with tour uh, tour reps, and we got something that you get a lot of questions on right now, and that's puring. Yeah, it's something that we get questions on. And, and to be honest with you, I've never really – understood the concept i knew i knew kind of what it what it did and how it worked but our guest today uh is the founder and inventor 
of SST Pure, Mr. Dick Weiss. Dick, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We're up here with our tour van this week. Uh, uh, this is our uh, tenth year on tour, and uh, we travel with the other ten or eleven tour vans so that we can uh, fit equipment for the players out there. So we're excited. We did a couple clubs for Mr. Palmer yesterday, and. Last year, we did a driver for him, and he hit his commemorative drive at Augusta with it. You could see our SST Pure label on it, and uh, that was a wonderful experience That's, for us. It's got to be a real treat for you guys. For for the for our listeners out there, can you tell us how this kind of evolved, you know, going sure. back from, from you were obviously at Q School and, and doing some long drive stuff, and, and from there, this whole thing evolved? Well, at, at any tour event, we've always had a trailer, more than one trailer that's out there with us, and, and we call it tweaking clubs. They're always available to do any type of work that we need. And I had gone to Q School in 97 and, and tried a particular driver that I liked, and they said, well, you can't take this one. It's just a sample. We'll have one made in the factories uh, identical to it. And when it came in a couple of days later, I couldn't hit it. I, everybody that hit it, the ball went right. And uh, the tour rep said to me, well, listen, Dick, he said it's the same loft, same lie. It's uh, it weighs exactly the same, and I, there was something different about it. So uh, I have was fortunate. I owned a golf course in Miami, and I had a little club repair shop there. And my goal was to open club repair shops at the courses that we ended up owning, which uh, was over two dozen in a couple period a period of a couple of years. And um, I had a driver, and I took it apart. I uh, was working on an extractor that we now have. Most of the tour vans have it, which is a way to take a shaft out of a club head. And uh, when I put the shaft back in, I just didn't want to look at the name that was on the top of the shaft, so I turned it to the side. I didn't do anything different. There was no engineering background to what I did. <laughs> and when I went out and hit it, it felt like a sharp knife going through butter. It was the softest feel I'd ever experienced. And I just striped at the ball with dead center down the fairway. So I asked the pro that worked with us, I said, here, hit this driver. And he said, well, Dick, that's your normal driver. I said, J just hit it. And he loved how he hit it. And he said, what would you do to it? I said, I don't know. All I did is <laughs> just turn, turn the label. I just, yeah. just turned the label. So I said, I've got two other uh, identical drivers. I had been involved in the long drive contest and qualified for the regionals that year. I said, let me go in. I'll take them apart. And I'll, I'll rotate this logo back to the, uh, the back position. What three o'clock. Three yeah. o'clock, the back of the shaft for a right-handed golfer. And let's see what happens. So I went in. I took them apart. I used a fast-dry epoxy and went out and hit them. And, and they didn't feel any different or perform any different. So not being an engineer, and I still to this day don't know why I did it, I went in and I took my original club apart and I cut the shaft in half. And when I looked inside the shaft, there was a very thick side to it and a very thin side to it. And uh, that's uh, between about nine and a half and ten million dollars of R and D and work on it the past uh, eleven years, and that's where we've got. You, you had mentioned to us when we were talking before about no shaft is straight, no shaft is. You know, right. it's not. It's, they're in, they're imperfections. There's no perfect shaft. Right? Well, yeah. it's that. It's actually when you talk to engineers, it's engineeringly impossible to make a tube exactly 360 degrees round. So golf shafts are not perfectly round. They're, they're oval, almost like if you roll a pool cue or a billiard cue on the table, they mm -hmm. sort of bounce along. That's exactly how every shaft is. If you if you tried that test, they're not exactly straight. And interesting enough, they don't have the same stiffness around their circumference. So at SST, our company, which stands for Strategic Shaft Technologies, uh, we developed a process we call PURE. PURE stands for P-U-R-E, stands for Plane of Uniform Repeatability. And what we do is we look for the hard side, the soft side, the thick area, the thin area, the flat area, the round area. Then we look at roundness, stiffness, and straightness. And when you take those seven components and look at them, which takes uh, less than 60 seconds, um, 
And, and by the way, the only machine that we have happens to be here at Edwin Watts at uh, Turkey Lake. At the yeah, in Orlando, Florida at Turkey Lake. So. And uh, they're the only ones that are licensed up here, but we have 70 licensees worldwide. So as we analyze the shaft, what we do is we find out the most stable plane where that shaft will perform optimally, to actually to what the manufacturers thought it was going to do when they manufactured right. it. And uh, no two shafts are the same, and then when we pure it, we assemble it into the club head that way. And we, in, to the layman, it's what it's going to do is create a lot more consistability, correct? It's going to give more repeatability to dead center club head hits, which is ideally what you would like. But because it changes the launch angle and the spin rate, everybody at every level of skill or lack of skill thereof hits it longer and straighter. You also have a softer field because the irregularities in the shaft actually absorb the hard feel, the harsh feel at impact. So what we, when the customer comes in, we would fit him on a launch monitor like we normally would, and then you guys would take it from there, correct? That's correct. That's, yeah. that's what our licensees do. From SST standpoint, we just analyze golf shafts. Even on tour, in fact, yesterday we, we had a player come in, and I didn't think it was the right shaft for him, that's, but that's not our job. Our job is to analyze that golf shaft and give it back to the tour rep or the, the club assembler who's going to put it together. Um, but, uh, yes, all of our fitters, and particularly here again in town at Edwin Watts and our licensees around the world, they are fitters first. So you, you look at it, you determine what would be the correct shaft, the flex, the want, the weight, and uh, the length of it, and then we pure the shaft after the shaft has been selected. So you just need the, what you need is the shaft. You don't need right. the head and everything else that goes no. along with it. So the, head, you, the head, the center of gravity of the head, the shape of the head actually makes no, no difference. The shaft just has one pure spot that the head can be assembled onto. I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, about your guys' relationship on tour because there's a large percentage of the PGA Tour, senior PGA Tour that you guys are doing as far as puring, correct? Well, we've done, uh, there's only over all the years, the 10 years on tour since April of 2000, um, there's only one player that I can think of that we haven't done any pure work for. Uh, and interesting enough, he's, he's one of the most erratic off the tee. But um, <laughs> we hold an interesting position on tour, and, and we're very proud of that. And that is that we're the first tour van that's ever been approved to be out there that's not sponsored by a manufacturer. So no matter what the club is, no matter who made it, no matter what the shape is, the quality of it, it, it doesn't make any difference. Our machine doesn't have any eyes to it. So we get an opportunity in any one day, literally, to work on clubs from every manufacturer. And because of that, we don't put out reports. We don't feel that we should basically be the policeman on the beat and say this one performed better than that one because every person buys a club for a particular reason, whether it is they want to emulate a tour player uh, or their buddy had a club they liked or they like the aesthetics of it. That's something that, you know, we can't argue about. Uh, but listen, all five irons weigh about 255 grams, so it, whether it's a cavity back or muscle back, so there's, there's still basic similarity among all the clubs. It's just the designs that are different. Yeah, and it's... Um in order to see this, obviously, uh, we'll get pictures up, but you can go to SSTPure, that's SSTPure.com, which is your website, right. uh, and understand and learn a little bit more about it. But basically what you have is the machine pures the shaft, it marks the shaft, correct. so for the assembler to put the golf club back together, he knows exactly where the pure side that's correct. of the shaft is. So, uh, I mean, it's really it's a really neat concept. I've, I've heard of it. I've talked about it. And I, I kind of understood what they were saying, so I'm trying to relay that to, to the listener on uh, the best way to, to envision what you guys do because it's, it's got to be, it's, 
It's definitely something that works for that many guys on the tour to be using it. So, well, so we have one of our customers that's interested in this and doesn't live in the Orlando market. What they need to do is get a hold of us. How long a process is it if they were to ship their clubs into Orlando and, and then get them back? Is this like a week process maybe? Or? Well, if, <laughs> as far as the time that it takes to pure a club, right. disassemble it in its current position and pure it and reassemble it, it may take three to four hours or so a set depending upon the set. And depending upon, again, here at Edwin Watch, just depends upon uh, what, what their workload is like, yeah. how quickly you can get it out. On tour, we generally have uh, less than an hour and a half to get, to get us set out to the players. And uh, we do principally gamers, which is what the, the players on tour call the game set they play with us compared to their backup set that travels with them in case something happens to that set, which, which is great. We know we're going to see it in play. And uh, we, in fact, we just did a couple of clubs for Ernie Els before he had such a great week last week. And uh, we've got so many tour records and so many wins. What, probably the most proud fact of, of the past year for us is that um, players that uh, had uh, SST Pure Line shafts done in, in the past year in the tour van won 38 events last year, over $154 million. And wow. the one similarity they had is their clubs were SST Pure Aligned. Yeah, we were in here yesterday talking to Ricky Barnes, and he had his golf clubs up front. And this this young kid comes in, and he's you know taking his clubs out of the bag, and he's looking at them, and he asked Ricky, you know, what kind of shaft is this? And Ricky said, it's a Project X. Right. And the kid said, well, what's this label? He goes, well, that's SST Pure. So he had his shaft done, and he was talking about it to us yesterday and to that, that kid as well. So it's a testament to those guys when they get out there to speak as highly as they do about yeah. about your company and, and what you guys do. And uh, something that I know that I'll, I'll be having done here pretty soon, too. Yeah, it's been very informative, Dick. I know you're busy. Thanks so much for coming out, man. It's been, gr- Thank it's been great you. meeting you. Appreciate yeah. it. Have a great week. And yeah. uh, I hope people come out and see the Arnold Palmer uh, Invitational this week. And, and take again, take advantage of what we have here at Edwin Watts. Yeah, thanks for joining us. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Now, that is something really, really interesting. When you hear that what was the number 124 out of the top 125, have had their done yeah through this process it's it's pretty amazing so there's got to be something very very special about this to get an edge yeah it is and and to be a certified pure uh, to use these machines is a process it's not just you know here's the machine you guys go in and start puring golf clubs they come in and they have a specialist that does this we offer it uh, in Orlando at our Turkey Lake store it's something we can offer here if you want to get your shafts pured we can take care of that for you as well but uh, if you're a purist in the game. No pun intended there, but if you're, you know, if, if you're a, a, the type of person that wants to have the absolute best equipment for their game out there, it's something that you might want to consider. Yeah, we talked about Orlando Turkey. Like, let me go ahead and give you that number in case you want to call and talk to somebody. One of our custom guys down there. It's in the custom shop at Orlando Turkey Lake. That number is four zero seven three four five eight four five one, or call us here at the eight hundred number at eight hundred eight seven four zero one four six. Press 3 for sales, and our guys can get you in touch with the right person and take care of everything for you. Absolutely, and thanks again to uh, Dick Weisick for spending time with us down in Orlando. It was it was something that very, very educational. Uh, you know, again, we talk about the things that been in the golf business a long time, and you learn something new every day, definitely learn something new. <laughs> and, you know, the guy's passionate about it and invested a lot of money in this system, and it obviously works. And something new, there's something new every episode with us. It's, I think we're batting a 1,000 this year, something new to give away is register to win, and before you can play, you got to register to win. Tell the people how you can register to win, Kenny. Yeah, just go to our website, EdwinWattsGolf.com, and at the bottom of the page, uh, you'll see the Golf Better icon. Click on that icon, you'll come to a landing page. 
where there is a register to win button. All you do is click on that button and give us the required information that we ask of you, and you will be submitted to win uh, any of our contests. Uh, you know, future contests, obviously past, are already gone, so it's too bad, and I wasn't able to win any of those. But there's also an Ask Kenny button uh, where you can submit questions to myself as well. I've been out just a little bit. I'm playing catch-up, so we'll get all those taken care of as well. And you can listen to any of the past episodes there as well and also subscribe to the RSS feed to where it automatically dumps into your iTunes library every single time we do an episode. Yeah, that's the easiest way. iTunes library just yeah. goes right to it and you sync your iPod and, and you're in there. But what we have, we've had up for the last couple of weeks is the last of those Titleist golf ball variety packs. It's a dozen Titleist golf balls, so you get to try them all out. You've got the uh, sleeve of DTs, sleeve of NXTs, a sleeve of NXT Tours, and then finally the sleeve of Pro V1. So you get to try those out and figure out which ones work best for you. And uh, the winner of the final Titleist Variety Pack is... Mr. Brian Gillespie from Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Congratulations, Brian, and Thief River Falls. I'm sure there's a story behind the name of that city. We're there has to, to be. Yeah. Yeah, I have to do a little research. My brother-in-law's from up there in Minnesota. They just got stationed in North Dakota right next door to him. I have to give him a call and find the story behind that one. Beautiful country up there, especially this time of year in the summertime. But, Brian, congratulations. We'll be getting those, getting those out to you. And, again, get, get to the website and register to win. We'll have some new stuff up. Starting today for the next until the next episode. But again, Kenny, that was pretty educational today. Something brand new out of the shoot, and uh, thanks to Dick again. Thanks for you for sitting in with me. Yeah, it was awesome. Again, it was one of those things where if you just sit back and awe, what can you do at a golf club to make it better? These engineers and developers do all of this stuff, and you got people on the back end that are making. Uh, you know, different things to, uh, you know, give us better advantages out there on the golf course. Yeah, and by the time we have our next episode, we'll have something to talk about. A new U.S. Open winner may not be a new U.S. Open winner. Lucas Glover may repeat, but uh, go to our Facebook page and let us know who you think will win the U.S. Open. But we'll do it again in another couple weeks, Kenny. Thanks again. Yeah, and thank you again. Thanks to everybody for listening. And join us back on our next episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.